Here at Fortify Creations, we know how much you love your ice-toasted vanilla oat milkshake and espresso. We also know that for the price of one of those, you can purchase music from several of the artists you'll hear on this episode. So won't you please brew your own freaking coffee and put that money to better use. If you like it, buy, buy it. it. Hey, I'm Molly Payton and let's play 10. I swore I'd paint it shut 
That's a big, big, big guitar chord. And by a really big band, in my opinion, that if you don't know about them, you should. Uh, That was The Wonder Years. The song was called Doors I Painted Shut off a brand new album that is absolutely worth every minute you can give to it. Uh, It is called The Hum Goes On Forever and is off the Hopeless Records um, label. And uh, they are out of Lansdale... PA. And if you uh, if you want to check that out, the whole album, obviously you can find it on all the good streaming stuff. Um, they also have, which we love, the Bandcamp. So that would be thewonderyears.bandcamp.com. And uh, you can check them out on there, purchase the album, check out their entire catalog. This band has a wonderfully rich history since 2005 of albums, uh, EPs, um, split releases. Um, these guys have done just amazing things with a lot of really cool bands over the years. And um, one of the things that I, I really enjoyed was uh, the lead vocalist, Dan uh, Campbell, who they call Soupy, I believe. <laughs> uh, uh, that was um, the band name. It was actually written by one of his after-school educators uh, on a paper, and it was called uh, titled "The Wonder Years," which is where he got the band idea or the name for the band. Um, and these guys have just put out some amazing records, uh, very well known in their hometown, but also just the area in Pennsylvania um, throughout. As a great local band, um, wonderful to work with, um, and these guys are now 
dads, you know, yeah. they're older yeah. and they're putting out an album like this that <clears throat> is about being dads being older but still having that energy and that vulnerableness that you love about some of that kind of the emo rock that indie rock that you know um pop punk i guess if you will i'm not a big fan of that term um but just really really cool so definitely check them out that is the wonder years and what did we uh, have right before that my friend so before that was uh, the brand new single from the sonder bombs from cleveland ohio i've been following this band for a couple of years now and this new single of theirs which is called the star was just just released a few days ago is to me one of those songs if you're really into a band there's always a song or a single or an ep where you kind of mark that as a key signpost in the evolution of that band because you're not just listening to the band's music at this point you're invested in the band right you you are either in communication with them or you follow them on social media you've gone to see them live you buy all the stuff and you follow them i mean you really follow the band yeah and this song, The Star, to me, is really a major, major... I think they're kind of drawing a line in the sand here between what they've put out previously, which is amazing, to what we're going to see from Sonderbombs in the next year or the next mm-hmm. two years. Willow Hawks is an amazing songwriter, just w- without anything else to go by. If someone asked me what's so great about this band, I would say the songs are really, really good. They're ri- written well. They're arranged well. They're, they're just the construction is really, really good. And there's anger there, and there's um, sadness there, and there's celebration there, and there's everything you want in a band like Sonderbombs. And the, just as a sidebar, Willow's key instrument in this band is the electrified, affected ukulele. Mm. And I am an anti. I'm in the anti uke camp, as many people know. I am not a big fan of this instrument. But when I first heard Sonderbaum's uh. first uh, f- full length record, which was called f- a Female Rock Star, is a great, great, great album. And they followed it up last year with a record called Clothbound. Every home should have one. But this new single, really, really, really. Is I think is a bridge to whatever the next step in this band's evolution is. The single was mixed by Sarah Tudson, who a lot of people know is the mastermind behind an artist, a band called Illuminati Hotties. Okay, everybody knows Illuminati Hotties and loves them. Mm-hmm. And um, this is a song where Willow is is actually um, dealing with some of her mental health issues in this song. She's had a very complicated relationship with music over the last few years there were some times recently where she's felt that maybe music wasn't the best avenue for her maybe she wanted to walk away from it maybe she wanted to walk away from bigger things but i she seems at least in her own words seems to have reconciled that now and partially reconciled that uh with this single um she says it's beautiful and rewarding and comforting way to process her emotions that's why artists do what artists do the single is called the star it's a standalone single it's available right now uh you could get it at uh their uh Bandcamp page sonderbombs.bandcamp mm-hmm. it, it's just a, it's it's out everywhere it's just wonderful go yeah. get it and on Bandcamp, it's a buck throw them too best part is 
it's exciting because this just came out. I can't wait to hear what's coming. Next. I can't wait to hear. Like what's you don't get next. in right. this mind frame, and then the rest of it's just bleh. right. Like right. It, it's going to be good. Right. This isn't Harvey Danger. Exactly. This is better. <laughs> it's it's a little better than Harvey Danger. Right. I'm gonna I, get a letter. I'm gonna get a letter in the mail. Yeah. Well, make sure that you send that letter to yeah. the Let's Play Ten podcast, care of Forty Five Creations. Shall we start? Let's do Let's it. Let's start. I've taken the final dose of my serum. Now we wait. You and I and I. Well, thanks again for, uh, what did I say? What have I been saying? I've been saying clicking our button. Thanks again for twiddling our yeah. twiddling our knob yeah. and joining us again on the Let's Play 10 podcast. We're going to give you 10 brand new indie DIY, small label, garage band, basement band, bands that haven't even, level even, bands that haven't yeah. even formed yet. That's how cutting edge this show is. Love it. That's right. Great. I'm MP, and that is Ben. Hello. And welcome to episode four. So this has been kind of an interesting week, and as always, we want to say thank you to our friends Faux Fiction from Milwaukee, Wisconsin, for the uh, awesome opening theme, Hello, from their most recent uh, EP, which you can get at fauxfictionband.bandcamp.com. I got to start this off real quick. We typically record this at night. We are we not. We, I walked up to the brick and mortar secret lair where we record this it is daylight <laughs> yeah and the only thing in the back of my head was smashing pumpkins we only come out at night uh-huh. yeah <laughs> the whole time i'm usually, walking out this place i, know. I was like it's what weird is happening usually when we do this it's <laughs> yeah. it's not just night it's like night night night, night like, yeah. there's nobody around yeah. this is a, it this is a um there's no commerce yeah. around this is a residential area yeah. so there's like nothing happening <laughs> There's no cars moving, but it's like in the middle of the day. And this yeah. isn't even our regular, it's not even our regular taping day. Oh, it's so wild. So if man. we seem a little bit more awake than usual, it's because it's the middle. It's two and a half days before we usually tape. I just so we're woke in a different up, space. Yeah. I just woke up. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it's weird. There's like football on upstairs and there's all this activities going. There's a million things going on. And yeah. It's, anyways. It's weird. It's going to be fine. Let's talk music. Let's talk music. All right. So this episode... Uh, just just a few days ago, an artist that I think most people who listen to this podcast are would be familiar with Santa Gold. Okay, yeah, he, for sure. As an artist Absolutely. from the, from the UK, Santa Gold gets played on college radio. Santa Gold gets played on uh, satellite radio. People know Santa Gold. Okay. Had to cancel or decided to cancel of upcoming, very upcoming. Like I think it's supposed to start within a few days. American tour, okay. which a lot of people were looking forward to. Um, Santa Gold cited a number of factors, and not all the ones that you would expect. Okay. Obviously, post, I, I'm not going to say whether we are or aren't. I'm just going to leave that up to interpretation. But let's say that we're in the post 
pandemic moment now. Mm -hmm. And for the last four to six months, things have picked up. Okay. A lot of bands are going back out on yeah. tour. Activity is happening. Uh, venues are dropping their mask mandates. Bands are dropping their mask mandates. So we're kind of starting to come out of this now. And it's maybe it's been longer than four to six months. I think it's been since the beginning of at least the spring of this year okay. where there's been this big kind of uptick in motion out there, mm. right? Tours are happening. Mm -hmm. And obviously during the last, during 2021, we saw a lot of tours, shows get canceled. Somebody got sick. We don't want to risk anything. So we're going to go back to the hotel and isolate. Or a venue had to close down because there was an exposure. Or a whole tour had to get canceled because somebody came down with a serious case of COVID two days before they were supposed to leave. Well, two of our friends, uh, Molly Payton in the winter and uh, Calamasi, I believe also mm -hmm. this past winter, had to uh, unfortunately um, cancel event uh, tours overseas due to right. certain circumstances. The, the, Actually, Molly was coming here. Calamasi was over in Europe yep. uh, in the middle of a tour. Yeah. So there's been all types of right. levels of just, just, just stress and anxiety and drama to the whole right. thing. Right, and yeah. Calamasi had to crowdfund their plane tickets home because yes. they couldn't finish their German tour and they were counting on that germ those the money from those remaining shows to get home right and they had to they had to you know get uh t-shirt money from yep. fans you know please buy another t-shirt because we have no way of getting home right yeah, now absolutely and in um in Molly Payton's situation last year she was supposed to play south by southwest yes. and had to cancel and then the Santa Gold thing kind of hit me in a different way because you kind of take for granted that artists at that level, everything's taken care of. Okay. The the funds are already there. Everything's in the bank. Deposits have been made. Plane tickets have been purchased. The 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 you know the the uh, equipment manifests are done. The insurance is taken care of. All those things. There's a, there's a laundry list of things that have to oh, happen when yeah. a band goes on tour. At multiple spreadsheets. Right, right. Yeah. Especially when they're going from one country to another country. Yeah. And canceled the tour and cited a number of factors. Obviously, the financial things, you know, I, I, the, the artist can't guarantee, am I going to make any money on this tour? Yeah. Because global inflation is real. It's not just something that's affecting us here in the United States. Mm -hmm. It's affecting everyone everywhere yeah. is being impacted by the higher cost of everything. Musicians on tour need the same things that you need if you're not a musician on tour. Yeah. You, they need food, they yeah. need toothpaste, they need shampoo, right. they need gas for their cars, they need right. to go places, and they need to do things. Yeah. And the costs of all those things are exponentially higher when you're on tour because there are limited ways for you to get the things that you need and limited time. You have smaller windows of time to do the things that you need to do. You can't drive around looking for the cheapest gas station. If you need to fill the bus up with gas, you need to fill the bus up with gas right now. Right, <laughs> right, right. You can't right. wait. It's 120 yeah. gallons of gasoline have to be purchased somewhere, <laughs> yeah. and we need it now. Yeah. So stuff like that kind of all figures into that. But the thing that really kind of shook me a little bit was not just the financial part of it, but the emotional part of it. And, and, the, and Santa Gold said... I'm calling the artist Santa Gold because I don't know what the name of the person is, but I'm the, the artist goes yeah. by that name. So I don't want to sound like a tourist. Artist known as. The artist known as. Santa Gold said, there are a lot of emotional things that go into this too. This, you know, to use a cliche, the struggle is real. Post-pandemic seems to be having 
just as much of an impact as pandemic. People have been in a very weird place for two years, and now we're kind of, artists especially, are expected to pick up life like nothing had ever changed. Right, you right. canceled a tour two years ago because of the pandemic. Now that's quote-unquote over. Right. And fans and the industry and venues and promoters and producers and A&R people and label people now expect you... To do exactly as before. Get on the plane. Yeah, there is no sliding scale at this point. Right. There is no start two days back into the office, three more back at home. Right. We're going to get we're going to get everything acclimated again. We're going to get people back out. It is literally for lack of a better term, raw dog back into the situation. Right. <laughs> That's what we're looking at. Right. And it's it's horrible. It's horrible. It's horrible. Yeah. So we started to think, you know, we saw I'm sure everybody saw this very long and very um heartfelt statement from Santa Gold, which and, and and the thing that I really loved about it was that she said, I'm both sad and proud that I have to cancel this tour. Like, she took pride in the fact that she was taking a stand for herself as a human being first and an artist second. I understand that this is my job, that I need to go out and entertain people, that I need to be in places where my manager says I need to be. I need to be on a plane. I need to be on a bus. I need to be on the stage. Go do a radio interview. Again, this laundry list of things that you have to do when you're an artist at that level. And she said, I need to take care of myself. Yeah. I am not feeling very good about this right now. Aside from all the financial stuff, I don't know if I'm going to make any money on this this track. Mm -hmm. But where's my brain going to be? Yeah. And it really, I mean, I felt like this cannot be an isolated thing. This can't be, Santa Gold can't be the only artist who's going through these feelings right now of, I have spent the last two years not doing this, but I'm still creative. I still have a life. Is this something that I really want to go back out and do right now and risk maybe things getting worse for me? Or should I stay where I am and work on myself and try to get back to where I was whether it's pre-pandemic or five years ago or six years ago is where I felt really enthusiastic about doing the tour, yeah. doing the thing that I have to do in order to, you know, sustain myself. Well, I think as human beings on a very basic level, we're not built to tour. We're not built to be famous. We're not built to, um, you know, overnight success, come into a ton of money, and then our life just become part of the spotlight where everyone has an opinion. And then the art that got us there, the art, the reminder, the rem that part of that is our creation, our creativity is then being dictated or, or critiqued by all these people we don't know all of a sudden, you know, uh, you have your freshman album, it comes out, it's a big deal. And then the sophomore and everyone's like, Oh, the slump, it's not good. It's not, you know, uh, <laughs> it's mm -hmm. too artsy, you know, whatever you yeah. have. But like, if you really step back, there is such a journey to this that has so many variables. It's hard to put it all into one, one podcast. You could do an entire season on just the levels of what this is going through, but like the next season on <laughs> let's play 10, you look at, you look at uh, big bands, especially out of like the nineties. I've been listening to some nineties podcasts recently, but you look at some of those bands as an example and Pearl James, one that comes to mind because they exploded. They became this massive rock band in the early nineties with 10 mm. versus was an amazing follow-up and then they kind of just tuned themselves down they kind of just like went nah, we're gonna go neil young 
we're gonna we're gonna chill this out. We don't right. we don't want to be the big big crunchy rock band the world wants all the time. We we want to do kind of our thing, and they they wanted to cool it off a mm-hmm. little bit, um, and that's okay. But like the re- a lot of that is there's there's so much attention and so much expectation when you get to a certain level. So with artists that are going out on tour all the time. There is this, you have to perform every night. And people don't think about, like, how far did you travel from last night to tonight? Right. Or two nights ago, even in that fact, right? 48 hours ago. And then the production, the setup, Mm -hmm. you know, getting some rest, getting, you know, getting food. Where where are we eating at today? So (laughs) that we don't get hounded. Are we ordering food? And then there's, we got to practice. Let's get the sound dialed in. We got to do it. There's a, it's a whole process. And then, you know, and I know people that are like, well, they chose that life. Well, yeah, they did because they love what they do. But just like any job, we love what we do. There's yeah. still a lot of things behind the scenes you don't realize that we go through just to get to that job. Like I get up and get my kids to school mm-hmm. at 6 a.m. Mm-hmm. That includes breakfast, getting them dressed, them taking their clothes off, and then right. I have to get them redressed. Right. Like, granted, my kids are younger. <laughs> so they're just like, no. <laughs> but, but, you know, like there's a process to it. And there's, a, there's an amount of energy we put into that. Mm-hmm. And for artists on a small level to a grand scale, because I've seen, and I think this is a great point. This is what I'm getting to is. I've seen national artists say, I am taking a mental break. Mm. I, recently, and I'm, I'm not going to name any names, but I've seen artists be like, hey, we're taking the next four shows off. We're very sorry, mm-hmm. but we just need a break for a second, mm-hmm. and then we're going to come back. Yeah, and We're going to make this up to you. Right. But what I think we're seeing is a shift that needs to happen. Yeah, And I am okay with anyone who disagrees with me because I personally do believe that it is great to be creative. It is great yeah. to share that. It is great to have whatever goals, successes, and milestones you have. But we need to learn how to do things in moderation. We need right. to learn how to create space for ourselves to continue to be creative, but more so than anything, healthy. Because if we're not healthy, you see these horrible losses that we've had over decades of great musicians who they just burn out. They burn it's out. It's just too much, or worse, yeah. you know. And and I think that's something that really needs to play a part into right. what we're talking about today. And now compounding all of that, and and stuff like that has always existed. But compounding all of that now that we're, we're we're in a kind of new world the last, let's say, 10 years. Yeah. We're, we're in kind of a new world where more artists, more bands, more singers, more musicians can get exposure because of, because of the internet and because of social media. And so there's more out there. There's more choices for us as fans, and there are more choice than there, and there's better exposure for the musicians as artists because we they have these avenues now. So there's more out there, and it's not just the burnt out, you know, L.A. millionaire rock star. You know, finally, you know, he just can't take it anymore, and you know, disappears into the bottle for three years. You know, there, you know, first of all, mental health is a real thing. We're not, you know, we're not yes, going to try to soft soap that. Absolutely, mental health is a real thing, and because. We are, we, not just us, we as fans, as people, as a community of fans, because of social media, we know more about our favorite musicians. We know more about this band that we like or this songwriter that we like. And we know that a lot of them are struggling with stuff. Yeah. It's personal stuff. It's family stuff. It's it's long simmering issues yeah. and some things that are are really bad. And we hear these stories all the time and we see these stories all the time. And then you're compounding all this by the fact that, geez, I want to be a professional musician and I want to go on tour and I want to make money. It's not about being like, I want to be famous. I don't want, you know, Michael Jackson famous or Axl Rose famous or Jason Isbell famous. I just want to go on tour and bring my music to people and I want to do these things. But there's all these 
things that the, the there's con- these arrows that are constantly being flung at you right. the mental health arrow the financial arrow yeah. the 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 pressure to perform arrow the pr- you know the and then if you're on a label the pre- pressure to um to produce product right. arrow it it all kind of starts to to, to, to kind of wrap itself around the artist at one point and at some point something's got to give right. and I think that's what happened with Santa Gold I think she just kind of felt I'm being I'm asking myself to do too much and then I'm also being asked by everyone else to do yeah. things that I don't feel that I'm ready to do yet so I'm going to take the mental health day as we say in the work the work day world sure, but, I'm yeah. going to take the mental health yeah. day and you reached out to a uh, uh, Molly Payton, who's yes. an artist from New Zealand, a very young artist. She's 21 years old. And we featured her uh, recently on our show. She's been on, yep. yeah, we had one of her songs on, I think, our first episode. Yep. And we talked about going to Aldi. We're going to go to Aldi with her, yes. Yeah, when she comes come, to America. She's coming to the right, US. Right. For us. Right. We're going to take yeah. her to the Isle of Shame. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. We're going to hang out. It's going to be great. We'll send pictures. Buy her a candle. Yeah, it'll be up all yeah. on social media. Don't right. worry about it. Yeah. And <laughs> you reached out to her and asked her about her recent experiences because she just a few weeks ago also had to cancel a tour. She's based in New she's actually from New Zealand based in the UK, but now she's back home in New Zealand. She owns, she has a house in the UK and she's in New Zealand right now for the foreseeable future. Mm -hmm. She was supposed to start a UK tour this week, Mm -hmm. I think, and she had to cancel it. Aside from there are things going on in her personal life, which is none of anybody's business. Absolutely. There's also the financial stuff. So you you reached out to Molly and you asked her, what what happens? Like, yeah. what is the process yeah. for, okay, you've now had a modicum of success in your home country and other people from other countries are starting to reach out to you and say, hey, I heard your record. It's really good. We'd yeah. like to bring you over here to country X, the UK. Yeah to do some shows and that happens and then things start to build and you know a little snowball starts to form and now you're now you're in the game you're 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 in it now and you you asked her what is that first level like how does that feel how does that all work and and here's what she had to say basically because i'm not um signed on like a traditional label i've just got like a distribution deal with the orchard um which is great in a lot of ways. It means I have like a much bigger say on what happens with my music and the creative side of things. And um, I own a lot more of my music than someone who was signed to a traditional label would. But it also means that I don't have the things that traditional labels offer, like tour support um, and just like, you know, extra funding here and there when we need it. And the lack of tour support was never really an issue because a lot of the gigs I was doing were either UK based and I was living in London and it's pretty cheap to get around to the UK and you can drive most places or you know New Zealand where I have family and can um, you know have have places to stay for cheap or free most of the time. So that's great but then like we were saying eventually the world comes calling for someone who's let's listen molly payton is a talent she's got a great voice she's got a great, absolutely got great songs 100%, yeah. good musician she's got a good support system as far as the people who play with her and right, the people right, who right. support her back at home right. and she's good and what happens next you know when you're good and people start to notice that you're good stuff has to start happening and it turns out i guess what we're finding out is that a lot of that kind of lands on the artist more than it lands on this kind of 
phantasmagorical group of people <laughs> who have all this money that they're right. throwing around and they're saying, don't worry about it, love, we got you. We got, you know, <laughs> they're paying for all this stuff. It turns out that's not the case when yeah. you're at a level that a Molly Payton is at. Yeah. And it's not the case at a level where even a brother or brother is at or a Kali Masi is at. Right. S- stuff has to happen and there aren't magical peop- magical money elves who are throwing all this money at you. What What was the accent real quick? Well, this one. Oh, yeah. yeah. Right. It's just like every single British venue owner. Oh, okay. Look, here's oh, one. Uh, we start at seven, loadings, right, loadings yeah, right. at 6.55, right? Yeah, all right. Play, play, the, play the voice memo. All right. But as th- things have progressed and I've been doing music for longer, it's become more important to do more overseas shows. And we'd, we'd actually planned to come to the States uh, February this year for South by Southwest and then some other US shows and had to cancel like three weeks before just because we um, rely completely on grants, like charity and charity organisations in New Zealand and the UK. Um, and we thought we were definitely going to get this grant and then it just didn't come through because it had other lots of other like worthy applicants, obviously. Um, so, yeah, we had to pull out of that, which sucked. So the thing that I think might have leapt out there at you, uh, working or non-working or wannabe working musicians, was the G word. A lot of people probably aren't even aware, and if you are, our apologies, but a lot of people, I think, I guess, I am a musician, I've worked with musicians, I've dealt with musicians, I've talked to them at length for many years, and I guarantee you that a lot of them are not even aware of the fact that there are organizations, foundations, companies, private little guys with money who form these consortiums, and they chuck all of the money that they don't want the government to get into these funds and they give these funds away as grants or as awards or as prizes that artists can take to go off and buy supplies to create art that music musicians can take to to go off and buy a van to go on tour these things are available and i think that it shouldn't be shocking to people that they can spend a little time looking into these things and finding these programs that award money to artists. And this was new to me too. I, when Molly had sent this over, she sent these voice memos over after I asked her some questions. And (laughs) when she mentioned grants, I had to stop for a second. I was like, wait, what? And I did a little bit of research, not a whole lot. So please keep in mind, like what I'm about to say, like, this is just very basic top, uh, you know, on the surface, we are not being supported by these grant companies. We are not being supported by these unions. We are just learning about this stuff and we wanted to share it because it's important. Uh, But there is funding for musicians out there through grants and such. Uh, There is, you know, uh, artist uh, unions in the U S and the UK. And I'm probably at this point, sure there's throughout, you just got to do the research, but you know, there's the art councils uh, in England, which goes by ACE, which I guess is real popular um, over there, a PRS <coughs> foundation. And they do everything from open funding, <laughs> uh, mo- momentum funding. They do a women's music, uh, women's make music funding. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they do a Bliss Trust uh, composer funding mm-hmm. as well. So it's different, it's different levels from everything from indie artists, whether you're in a garage or, you know, you're, um, established and you have a couple local albums out and you're, you're touring within a certain area to composers, orchestras, all these things. And that is such a, 
without I don't know I guess being too over the top like it's it's kind of exciting like right, it's, right. it's kind of nice to know that's out there now sure right. I haven't gone through the process I have not looked through what that submission form looks like or what the criteria is and I and I do think it's important to point out that Molly does state uh, other um, uh, artists that were uh, deserving mm. of the grant that maybe mm-hmm. they did not get and I love that statement because it hits me as somebody who understands like you know she's not the only talented artist in her field or in on her side of um, the world and everything like she is part of a lot of uh, you, you know group of other artists and such that are all wanting the same right. thing they want right. to achieve these milestones all these things right. so it is competitive sure right. But it doesn't mean you don't try. It doesn't right. mean you don't put down the guitar after practicing for eight hours. Maybe you go, ah, you know what? I'm just going to chill and check out my Spotify numbers. You go, <laughs> all right, you know what? I'm going to maybe tr- practice for like four hours, but then I'm going to look into some grants. I'm going to yeah. see what else is out there because maybe that doesn't solve all the problems, but maybe that's the start. Right. Maybe there's something there that you can go, okay. I can apply for this. And if I get this, we could actually do something really cool in 2023. But it is competitive. It is very competitive, I'm sure. And and the grantors granteth and the grantors taketh away. And uh, Molly found out the hard way. Uh, she was about to do a big tour. Uh, what I would consider a big tour of her native country. And uh, it's, everything seemed to be in place. And let's, let's hear what happened. We got offered this tour supporting Baby Doobie, which is... Um, she's a friend of mine and also like just one of my favorite musicians outside of that anyway and it was just a great opportunity because um, you know it was around Australia and New Zealand and I hadn't played at home for ages and it was an excuse to come back after a particularly hard year Um, and we agreed to that got to New Zealand and then once again lost out on a, a grant that was supposed to fund most of the tour so we ended up doing some uh, I can't go into detail too much, but we basically kind of made it work on just loans and stuff. And it meant that I was tour managing myself and uh, we had no no crew at all. So we were packing up and packing down all of our backline ourselves. Like I, we'd finish our set and I'd start like having to lift these like huge amps off stage and people would get all confused because I wasn't even like walking off after the last song. So she had a grant or I thought she had a grant and lost the grant but had went wanted to do the tour anyway and had to go bare bones. Yeah. They had to be their own crew, they had to be their own tour manager, yeah. they didn't have a support they didn't really have that physical support system right. that most bands would expect when they're on a tour with a with an artist who's at the level of Biba Doobie. Right. Right. And I think it's important to point out that like in getting the grant side of it, which is again something very exciting if that is something that artists are able to obtain but you still have to plan a tour ahead of time. Like you're not planning mm. a tour two months prior, right. especially in another area. Because if you don't have, let's say, a built-up fan base, or let's say maybe you can honestly grab 20 to 30 people to show up to that show, that's great. But if the venue holds 150 plus, you need support. Therefore, you need to get that support. You need to work out schedules. You need to plan ahead. A lot of venues, quality venues, will book anywhere from five to six months out, if not further. There Mm -hmm. are festivals that have already been planned for next year in different parts of the world. So when you're applying for grants and you're trying to book a tour all on your own, that's a lot. Mm -hmm. That's a lot for anybody. And that takes us back to that mental health piece, if you will, Mm -hmm. or just the balancing act of it all if you don't have this team around you. That doesn't mean you have to be on a label to have a team. You can build a team without a label. That's a whole other episode. Mm. But... 
it is something that realize that it's okay if you can't do it yourself. It doesn't mean your music doesn't matter. It doesn't mean you're not talented. It doesn't mean you shouldn't be going after whatever your milestones and your goals are. It just means realize where your strengths are and ask for help in the other areas. Right, right, right. And then, of course, uh, the tour that we were talking about earlier, which was supposed to start, I think, this week or last week in the UK, um, the grant that she had um, applied for went to another artist that she that Molly very uh, uh, graciously said was more was uh, just as deserving or more deserving. Yes. But in order to do this UK tour that she was going to do, she wanted to do the tour anyway because her label over there in the UK was expecting her to. She was putting out new music. The label wanted her to be there to support the music with shows, but it was going to be out of her pocket now because at the, again at the level that an artist like Molly Payton is at there isn't this this bag of money that 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 they just start throwing dollar bills at everybody right. and oh no we got you we got yeah. you i mean if the label was going to support the tour in the first place she wouldn't have had to apply for a grant in the, in the second place right. lose the grant in the third place and the label is like well we still would really love you to come over to the UK so can you make that happen <laughs> yeah you figure and, that out and she and of course she could have figured it out of her, out of her own pocket but as most artists know any tour costs a lot of money. If you're a, if you're a solitary musician traveling with two guitars in your car, mm -hmm. it costs money. Absolutely, you got to get from one place to the other. You need a safe place to stay. You need to safeguard your stuff. Yeah, because they're stealing people's equipment out there yeah. every single day now. It seems. Yeah, and you know you, you need to eat and do laundry and stuff. Things cost money. Yeah. Small tours, big tours, solo tours. It all has to come from somewhere, and a lot of artists are, are are now starting to be very verbal and very vocal about that fact. I can't do this because I can't afford to do this. And it, it's something to take into effect. Maybe also we are hearing it more because of how many avenues there are to express mm -hmm. that situation, those emotions what they're going through their day to day. Um, and maybe it was something that we just didn't know about back in the, you know, eighties and stuff because you we didn't have, have a way of knowing, knowing right. outside of if Rolling Stone came knocking randomly, but right. they didn't want to hear about that. Right. They're like, you're a star, you're on Rolling Stone. Who right. cares? And, and then when, and back then you would, <laughs> wouldn't find out until two or three months after the fact, yeah. somebody cancels a tour or somebody, the band breaks up. You yeah. don't even know about it until three months later. Now you know about it almost in real time Boom. or before yeah. or before <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's yeah. like hey big announcement coming today but first i got to go to a band meeting stay tuned to my twitter feed the band's like wait what right so the the, the big takeaway for me i was yeah. interesting to hear her kind of go through these steps and go through here's what happened here's why i had to cancel this tour and here's why i was hauling my own gear off the stage and here's why you know here's how it was at the very beginning but the thing that i really took away from this is that as a musician, as an artist, she still feels very grateful, yeah. even though she's now had two big tours canceled, yeah. one that was going to be over here in the right. States and one that was going to be over there in the UK. And still, with all that stuff she's gone through, and there's been other stuff too that, again, none of our business and we don't Correct. want to, we don't want to talk about it and, and, and we, we didn't ask her to, um, it's, it's been a year for her. And it's been a year for a lot of musicians, and we're we're not using her as a as a, as an example, but we're saying we think that she could be her her what she's going through is representative of what a lot of musicians at her level and and below are going through.
But at the end of the day, she still loves what she does. She still wants to keep doing what she does. And she's taking all of this, again, 21 years old, guys. She's taking this as a lesson, all of this as a lesson learned. It's, it's, it's been definitely like a year of growing up, um, considering that, you know, when I, I was 16, when I entered the music industry and had a lot of people blowing smoke up my ass and kind of just thought by the time I was the age I am now, I'm 21 now, um, that, you know, I'd be earning heaps of money and doing like, I'd hit all these milestones and I have hit a lot of the milestones that I wanted to hit by now, but you just don't make any money, you know? And I just, I would, yeah, no one, no one prepared me for that. No one told me that, you know, I'd hit, I'd hit these like big streaming milestones that I wanted to hit and, um, play these, you know, huge venues that I'd always wanted to play, but I wouldn't make, you know, I wouldn't make any money off of it. And so, yeah, it's, it, music really is the world's most expensive hobby and it's still worth it because it's the best thing in the world. I guess I'm just learning now how to um, balance it because obviously I've got I've had to like work alongside music, but it's so hard to find jobs and earn money outside of it because music does. You know, you go on these tours and you need to record music, and you're constantly in like the album cycle, and it's really hard to find work that you can do alongside that. Um, so it's definitely a hustle, um, but yeah, like I said, it's worth it. It's fucking awesome. It's just not all that glamorous, I guess. And that last bit there about needing to work outside of the yeah. job that she wants to do, that's like every single one of our friends. Absolutely. It's like almost everybody we know, almost everyone that I've met in the 20 years that I've been in this city, Indianapolis, that's their struggle. It's like, I, I really want to do this but I, I got to feed myself and music is just as much as I love it. It, it it's not sustaining me. Right. And here's an artist who seems to be on the cusp of something who seems to be just about ready to step over that line into something. And these external forces well, for whatever they are step in and then a pandemic. Yeah. <laughs> and now the pandemic has it because of inflation caused by the pandemic has now exploded these things making something that was really 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 fucking difficult now almost un, 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 unachievable and unsustainable and santa gold's quote and again i keep coming back to this because santa gold is at a level that i think a career is sustainable like that artist santa gold could stay at the level that she's at right now and probably be okay. I mean, I think I don't. I don't know what the financials are, but I think be okay. Long catalog, big fan base, you know, a support system, a label. But she said, and I'm going to read her. I'm just going to read her quote right out of her statement. She said, "I will not continue to sacrifice myself for an industry that has become unsustainable for and uninterested in the welfare of the artists it is built upon." And this has been like part and parcel to every complaining musician and artist for decades. Question to think about. Let's float it. And if anyone wants to send us any information or thoughts on this, I would love to hear about it. You can do it at fortifiedcreations.com. Mm -hmm. Does this start a movement of artists being honest, learning that it's okay to say no, stand up for themselves, create space between tours? Does this create 
eventually a better fan base and a very saturated and static in a situation where people can get music through streaming and all these other assets. And it's hard because there's so much out there. Will the fans of Santa Gold, Molly Payton, will they start going, what can I do to help you make sure that you get out there on the road? Because mm-hmm. I want to see you play live yeah. again. Yeah. I want more music. Yeah. Like I have artists like that that I'm like, great example, Callie Mossy. They're over in the UK and they're like, we got to get home. I'm like, I'll buy a freaking t-shirt. Yep. hundred percent. Yeah. But does this start a movement? Sure. This might be the smallest, you know, beginning of it, but like, does this begin something where people start to go and realize that they can't just be handed all this great music all the time that these artists need more. They need to be supported. They, they need, need to, they need support to be, to continue to be creative. And does this stuff. create that way right. that we all really want and hope for? Yeah. I think the best thing that anyone can do to support these artists is number one, start a podcast. <laughs> like See, we, like, you know, this is the part of the show where you all tune out, please. Right. right. Well, no, this is the best part of the show because we're going to go into or one of the music. Go, oh, I thought actually, this was where you do a monologue. No, no, and, no. Oh, right. okay. No, no, no. We've been talking long enough. We've been talking long enough. Yes, but we would, we would be, we are very interested to hear what artists, what fans, what casual observers think of this and I think that there are you know I think there are extremes on both sides I think there are people who say stop whining and write the song and there are people on the other side who are like what can I do we have a community of people who love music in our town what can we do can right. we band together and 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 get some venues together and get some little you know little organizations happening that will support these bands from town to town to town to town hey you guys need a place to stay hotel rooms ain't cheap right even the cheap ones ain't cheap right you know, I mean, do you need someone to maybe help secure your gear so it doesn't get stolen? Do you need, you know, you need to know, you need a hot meal? Is there a community that can be built out of the music, out of the actual musicians and the artists community? Is there a fan community that can be built, a network that can be built to support these three bands are on tour? They're doing 17 shows over three and a half weeks. What can we do in Dayton? What can we do in Indianapolis? What can we do in Minneapolis? In these towns that they're going to stop and is there a way to support them so that they can sustain themselves? Bandcamp, Patreons. Let's do it. Let's, Let's move do it. This. That's a, this, these are all great ideas. I don't know why we didn't think of them before. <laughs> exactly. From the floor you could see two pairs of converse. There's nothing in my way You sat where you were sat yesterday 
That was nice. It was real nice. Yeah. Yeah, we're gonna talk about that in a second. We will. Uh, we will. we we'll, kicked that rock block off with a band. <laughs> that rock block. Okay, so that's yeah. I'm I'm Sunday. now putting a moratorium. Sunday. I'm Sunday. putting a moratorium on the phrase <laughs> rock block because it's like it's so <laughs> showing my age. It, it's so like it, it's so like seventy. No, not it's like eighties classic it corporate is. rock radio. It it's, it's like so we got a big good. rock block coming, and it's always New World Man from Rush. <laughs> Mary Jane's Last Dance from Tom Petty, Thunderstruck, and uh, Wonderful Tonight. That's the rock block. Uh, right? We're not doing that. We'll, right. go, we'll come up with a better name for it. We will. A we different will. name. Right, let's play 10. But I like... <laughs> let's play zero. We started that, we started that block of four yeah. off with the Rills, who yes. are from a lovely little place called Lincoln, in the UK and Lincolnshire, I looked. I actually looked it up because yeah. I'm so I'm so intrigued by by the UK just as a place, just as a like a, just as a diverse place. Um, that I looked it up, and it's this nice little place called Lincolnshire, uh, north of way north of London, up one of their wonderful motorways, mm-hmm. and it just looks like a nice. It's not like a city city. It's you know, it's just a. It just seems like a nice place, almost like a big suburb. I think. Okay. And uh, the Rills are on tour right now. I know they've been playing a bunch of shows in Germany. That song is called Spit Me Out is their brand new single. It is not available that I can see on Bandcamp, but it is available pretty much every place else that you can buy music. Places that you can stream music, but also places that you can buy music. So please go and purchase the new Rills single, which is called Spit Me Out. You will love it. They are a very, very cool band. There. Um, and then our next song, uh, we flew your asses all the way to Atlanta, Georgia. Ooh. And uh, we hung out with the kids from New Junk City. Those crazy kids. I love those kids. Uh, they got a great new single out that you just heard called High Contrast. And uh, I believe there's an album coming along with that. They are off A through F Records. Hmm. I don't know if you say the through or there's a dash there. It's like, you know, I don't know if it's A, F Records. That's or interesting. It's, it's, a to F. A to F. Sure. A through F. Yeah. Yeah, sure. Uh, newjunkcity.bandcamp.com you can check out uh, previous singles all that good stuff um, but these guys are playing The Fest and this not to take away from talking about this band because this is a great band and you need to go check them out get on their socials support them like follow all the good stuff um, but The Fest is a big deal and I'll it's be just honest fest. I don't think it's The Fest yeah. I think it's just but, fest. but the URL's the fest. It is it the fest. Okay. Yeah, so I'm gonna go with. Yeah, I the think fe- you're right. I think you're right. Maybe they had to do the because somebody else had fest. Because all the yeah. bands on Twitter are like packing up to go to fest. fest. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't know much about this. Neither I did I. Kind of heard about I'm it. I'm fascinated. I not only that. We I, have to go. I feel so yeah. <laughs> I feel so out of touch. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, it's happening October 28th through the 30th. Yeah, Halloween. They've weekend. got a great yeah. poster that is tied mm-hmm. into kind of the Halloween. Yep. Really cool, like spooky yep. pumpkin. Yep. Great colors. Uh, yep. Whoever did the poster start by the way great job yeah great job um but yeah no they're uh, they're playing that along with some other of our friends calamasi's playing yep. uh fest as well um it's got a great lineup uh started back in 2002 and then by 2013 it expanded to four days which is if, if you know anything about festivals they start off small typically they got a couple stages and they're hoping for high ground and for a festival to be able to do that and expand multiple days is just awesome. And, you know, those things should be talked about and, and supported heavily because it takes a lot of work to put on a festival, especially of this magnitude. Um, but you can check it out at the fest, 
fl.com and a uh, real fun little tidbit new junk city uh, on their twitter <coughs> bio which personally i laughed out loud uh they have under there it says that they're um they had played adam's song by blink 182 which is off a famous album enema of the state 30 times they played the intro fill to that on stage <laughs> once that's their claim to fame that's awesome there is no other band that i want to have a beer with yeah right yep, now yep, than new yep, junk city yep. <laughs> We'll have to make that a reality. Absolutely. All right. Next band. Yeah. Let's do this. Yeah. Next band. Uh, so we listened to the the new EP by a group called a band called Teens in Trouble, which is really the uh, the project of Lizzie Killian. She was in a band called Glowing Stars. She was in a band called Sputter Doll. Her new EP is called Self Titled. It's Teens in Trouble. It was just released on Asian Man Records, which I am very very intrigued by. Like I want to talk to the guy who runs. Asian man records because yeah, he just him. seems super cool. We'll we got need him. to reach out to him, yeah. and he's got a great lineup of artists who really, really, just the whole thing seems very, very sincere. Mm-hmm. So Lizzie Killian is Teens in Trouble, and uh, she worked with uh, producer Randy Bohr, who's of course the Moore family, and uh, worked with Mike Huguenor, who is uh, plays with Jeff Rosenstock, working on uh, this song called. I'm not worried. She had a lot of fun with it. Started out as an acoustic song, and now it's kind of this this big rock and roll song. And short sidebar story: I was working on. So what we do when we're putting together these episodes is I have my five, Ben has his five, and then we each create a separate order of our five, and then we stitch those together to make ten. So he has his one, two, three, four, five. I have my one, two, three, four, five, and then they come together in the order that you hear when you listen to the episode. And I was hanging out with my kid a couple of nights ago trying to figure out where am I going to put the Teens in Trouble song in the order? Where am I going to put this song I'm Not Worried? My kid's playing Fortnite, completely oblivious to what I'm doing, but we're in the same room. He's playing Fortnite, and I look up, and he is now driving a car in the game. And in the car is a radio and you can turn the radio on and switch stations and listen to different kinds of music. And he goes to whatever the indie rock station is on the car stereo in this game, Fortnite. I'm not worried is the song that came on (laughs) in his car. And I'm sitting there going, wait, I, I know that song. Like there's something that's in the front of your mind. And then the thing that's in the front front of your mind comes into your periphery right as a real thing and you can't connect those two things even though they're exactly the same well maybe it's the music's god music it gods. might have been the music gods again i'm just saying just throwing that you out may there. be right i yeah. didn't even think of that i know the music did. gods may, said it. may have been thank you so much <laughs> so i just thought it was so cool it's like oh here's a song that i'm doing yeah. on my old man talks Hello. about young music podcast <laughs> and here's my 13 year old kid playing Fortnite and We're here so comes the song. Old. So yeah, good one, good one by by Teens in Trouble. Check and it out. It's uh, at uh, AsianManRecords.bandcamp.com. Check out all. Of, there's so many great releases on that label. Yeah, yeah check it out. And then uh, we hopped in the pool and we swam uh, just uh, across the way over to Melbourne, <laughs> we're Australia. Leaping, we're flying, we're swimming. Yeah, it's yeah like I'm into a, it. Trying new things. Rock and roll yeah. Olympics. Yeah, you'll be fine. <laughs> and uh, we ended up in Melbourne, Australia. Weird. Oh and uh, hung out with Press Club. Uh, this was an absolute great find. Uh, didn't know much about the band until uh, recently. And I am so happy that I am part of their world now. Um, one. <laughs> 
the previous album they released is absolutely banger. Uh, the mm. single you heard was canceled. It is coming. Um, the name of the song is canceled. The song was not canceled. No, no, not yet. <laughs> not yet. No, the song, yeah, the song is called canceled. Yeah. Uh, son of a Day, Sunday daytime. Hey. Ben is so different than Tuesday <laughs> night, late night. Ben. <laughs> uh, the album is called endless motion, uh, which is coming out October, I believe 14th, if I'm not mistaken. Um, and you can actually find this band, uh, press club dot, bandcamp.com on there with uh, the ability to download not only the single you heard today but some previous ones they do have three from the upcoming album out Mm. right now Um, I really did enjoy kind of doing some research on them and everything Uh, the lead singer uh, Natalia Foster um, she wrote this song actually about um, comparing her current self to a more reckless version of herself. And I mm. thought that that was uh, very interesting. Um, they they do talk about how this song came out and they have just come off some tours being canceled and some shows, and they've dealt with this whole situation since the pandemic. They've had similar frustrations, which we talked about earlier in the episode, uh, financially, so on and so forth. This band is coming out with just an amazing album. They're getting ready not only to tour a couple dates in the um, in Australia, but also in the UK, I saw. And uh, that's great. It's great to see that they're getting some momentum. Mm. So hopefully that continues. Hopefully we wish them um, you know, all the best of luck on this tour and future tours. Um, but yeah, definitely check them out. Press Club. Yeah, I'm fired Melbourne, up for that. Australia. Fired up for that for that album. Fired up for that album. Yeah. Endless Motion. The other singles yeah. are great. Yeah, they're great. <laughs> they're so yeah, they're good. a really good band. I lo- I just yeah. like I-, I love what they do, and I love how pissed off she is. Oh, it's so good. Yeah, it's good stuff. So good. Should we give them four more? I'm in. All right. Hey, thanks again for uh, checking us out on the Let's Play Ten podcast. You check out all of our previous episodes. They're just as entertaining, but just not as giddy as this one. <laughs> Way too dumb to try.
big yeah. block of four. Uh, you like that? Oh, I like that a lot. <laughs> big block of four. I like that a lot. Yeah. So that was uh, coupons. We'll come back and talk about coupons, coupons in a moment. We started out that big block of four. I don't know if I like big block of four either. We probably shouldn't we might have to take out. some yeah, time we should to probably <laughs> do this off air, like you know. <laughs> no, I think that we should talk about it right now. <laughs> we have unlimited time. It's yeah, a podcast. Nobody's listening. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so that block of four started out with uh, the new uh, single from a band from Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, called Same. Same, S A M E, same. Their new single is called Admin Reveal. Admin Reveal. The album is going to be called Does It Go Any Faster? It's coming out on October 27th. And uh, you probably should uh, put that on your music calendar. Same is available at uh, same pgh so short for pittsburgh same pgh.bandcamp.com is where you can go pre-order the new album from that band that song gives me i i don't know why and i i'm sure the band might resist this but it gives me kind of a talking heads vibe because the lyrics are very much about real life i'm on vacation yeah and i like it I love just it. that kind of stuff and, it. and and it's it's it seems to be this kind of laid back tune but there's a lot of tension going on back there with the vocals yeah. and it's like oh is something bad about to like is something bad about to happen it's like you're on vacation and you like it but you don't sound like you're having such a good time same as from pittsburgh pa uh, they have uh, a record uh, also out called Plastic Western, which came out in 2020. That's when I first stumbled across this band. Was when that record came out. I love that record too. Really looking forward to this new one. What do you got? Yeah, the uh, next band we heard was Harvey Rushmore and the Octopus, and uh, that is not anything related to Harvey Danger, who's still mad at me for my previous comment <laughs> episode. Uh, but that song was called The Wiper. Welcome and, to the uh, Harvey Danger show. <laughs> I'm ready for the hate mail. Uh-huh. Album uh, just dropped here in September. It is Freedom Space Cake. That's all one word, and I love it. Mm. If I could rename one of my I kids, like it. I would call one of them Freedom Space Cake. Uh, the label is Taxi Gouch Records. I mm-hmm. believe I said that correctly. Sure. Sure. Close enough. Yeah. And uh, we uh, ferried our asses up to Basel, Switzerland to check those guys out. <laughs> love it. Uh, I'm really not yeah. liking the transportation theme that yeah, this show is I taking. Understand. But not, it's too late to do anything about it now. Right. I know. I kind of like, like hoodwinked you into that situation. We should bleep them out. <laughs> You should, you should just, just bleep them out <laughs> and That's post. We'll, that works. We'll handle good. it on the floor. Yeah. <laughs> um, that is actually their third album uh, they've dropped out. And uh, they took some time off during the pandemic, as a lot of bands did. And with that time, they used it to record a bunch of music. And uh, this is uh, their... So they hadn't released music in three years um, prior to releasing Future Man, and then they just dropped this one uh, about a year later, so uh, within the same year, I'm sorry. Um, but yeah, really, really cool band. Enjoy the psychedelic, um, kind of darker tones, too. Mm. The lyrics are really more about the end of the world yeah. um, and coping with that concept, and um, really enjoy just the diversity of rhythms and all the things that they've kind of put together to create this very cohesive album. Right, right. Who's your favorite Swedish band four piece that consists of two females and two males. Do you have one? Do you have one? No. Most people would say uh, ABBA. 
Right. I'm not. Are most they from Sweden? Though. You're not most people. <laughs> well, your new favorite band from Sweden with that configuration is, is called... Harvey Danger from Sweden. They are not. Okay. From Sweden. <laughs> I'm out. I think they're from Norway. Oh, fuck. Yeah. Yeah. Your new favorite Swedish band is Girl Scout. We just played their very first single. I I really like that we can do that. Yeah. That we can. This is their first release. And it's great. It's awesome. And we, I'm so glad that the timing worked out that we were able to play it. It's called Do You Remember Sally Moore? They're, they have an EP coming out, but it's not coming out until February of 23. My guess is that we'll probably hear maybe another song from that EP before then. But in the meantime, you've got a song called Do You Remember Sally Moore? And Girl Scout is the name of the band. It's uh, So they don't have... Uh, the, they don't have the usual, uh, they don't have like a band camp thing, but they have a link, girlscout.lnk.to. You've seen those before, mm-hmm. link twos. So go to the Girl Scout link to, or just look up Girl Scout Sally Moore, and you won't go to a place where you can buy cookies. You'll go to, <laughs> you'll see some stuff about a band from Sweden called Girl Scout. Uh, that song is so cool. It's it's about, you know, that time you're in high school and you're a little awkward and you've got your little group of nerd friends that are hanging out together and there's that girl that you really, really want to talk to and you spend years formulating ways with your friends about how you're going to approach her, when you're going to approach her and what are you going to say and what you're not going to say and you never do. And then you never see Sally Moore again. And that's what that song is about. And I think it's just a really cool, fun song. But I really, um, I, I, I love, the, obviously, the vocals are amazing. I think she's got a really, really cool voice. But it's it's got a really good feel to it. And it's a very comfortable song to live in, even though the subject matter, it's not dark or anything, but it takes you back to that moment. Because I was one of those nerdy guys. Takes you back <laughs> to that moment where you're like, Oh yeah, I totally get what this song is about. Even after all these years, I I get it. I totally get it. Girl Scout, I love it. Uh, I do need to apologize. I forgot to mention the website where you can find the music for uh, Harvey Rushmore and the Octopus. Uh, that is Harvey Rushmore and the Octopus or Harvey Rushmore and the Octopus uh, You can find all their music and merch on there. I do apologize. Mm-hmm. I meant to mention that earlier. And the last band you heard on our not rock block uh it was an artist <laughs> called coupons and holy crap do i love this band yep uh song you heard it was a new single called i can uh album is off is uh wasted intimacy it is an amazing album uh if you dug that song definitely get that album check it out really really good stuff they uh label is a uh, counterintuitive records mm. pretty uh pretty big name mm-hmm. um so great for those guys working with them and uh, you can check them out they do have a band camp um it is coupons 518 uh band camp uh, dot bandcamp.com yep. so and then um i'm sure that th- you can find everything else on streaming and all that those guys are out of albany new york i will not tell you how we got there transportation wise because i've been told <laughs> by the lawyer that i am not allowed to mention that anymore. you took a greyhound so, mm-hmm. anyways and now are we ready oh boy is it that time it is that time. it's our plus one so Ooh. at the end of every episode so we we played 10 so Pat on the back for us. We played our 10, and now we get our plus ones. Uh, with each episode, we go back and we pick two, let's say, older songs. Not ancient, but we pick older songs, something from six months ago, from a year ago, from a year and a half ago. Just something that contributed to our journey to want to do this podcast. Yep. And this week, we've got two very, very, very cool songs from two... Excited we're ending Phenomenal. This yeah. yeah, me too. I'm, I was so... Like, when I got the response back from the artist that I picked, yeah. 
a little bit elusive. This person's a little bit elusive. Sure. It's kind of hard to get a hold sure. of. But I got an answer. It was a very short answer. It was a very positive answer. And I just felt, yes, excellent. Thank you so much. And then I took it. Then I took my inch, so then I tried to take my mile, and I said, and I asked a bunch of follow-up questions, to which I did not receive a response <laughs> at all. It's all good. That's it's okay. all good. I love some of the artists that we do try to reach out to. Um, the path we have to go, it is not the easiest, and I'm okay with it because it makes it that much sweeter when they're finally, like, oh yeah, man, yeah, totally, absolutely, sweet, yeah, awesome. Let me know right. when the episode yeah. drops. We'll totally, you know, we'll listen to it, we'll share it. Um, so I do enjoy yeah. that. Actually, it's, it'd be too, it wouldn't be as fun if it was just like, you know, you just called them up and they're like, yeah, cool. Like, <laughs> I like that we have to kind of work at it. Yeah, so. no, it's they they make you work. For, some <laughs> of them really make you work for it. You know, it's definitely not a ferry ride. So let's get into our plus ones. <laughs> We good? Yeah, we're good. All right.
there's good music, there's great music, and then there's that music. And there's Sydney Sprock. And there's Sydney Sprock. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I love it. That was uh, the single Think Nothing from earlier this year. And uh, she's on Rude Records. Mm. Uh, you can check her out at sydneysprog.bandcamp.com. It is a, um, I think as you mentioned, it's... Um, it's a subscription, subscription, yeah. which is cool, but it's only twenty bucks for the year. Yeah, it's twenty bucks a year, and you're getting access to her great music, yeah. probably a bunch of other stuff that she's releasing. So yeah. it's almost kind of like she made the Patreon via more Band of the camp, band camp yeah. which is really super. yeah. That's an, actually an interesting avenue to go. Yeah. And I didn't know that you could. I've been been a Bandcamp user, Same. and I'm a Bandcamp artist for years. Yeah, and I had no idea that that was even something that you could do. Yeah, well, which is super cool. And um, she is out of Phoenix, Arizona. Um, I actually was introduced to her through uh, my good friend Jason of Michigander, who mm. we did have on the show. Yep, uh, previous. Uh, previous show and um they did a cover um together ohio um which was really really great there's an acoustic version up on spotify and whatnot um but yeah no she's um she's had quite an interesting short career because she did start in 2020 essentially when she got signed to rude records um but she's actually uh, participated in touring with um dashboard confessional and jimmy world which Mm -hmm. i love both those bands i'm a huge jimmy world fan to be fair dashboard is great i never heard a note of their music Ah, well you know we all have Make hand- me a playlist. Hand- yeah, we all have handicaps. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, anyways, yeah. Uh, once again, Cindy Sprague, um, absolutely amazing. So, and then uh, before that, what did we hear? We heard Cali Coco, who's now based in Long Beach, New York. I think by way of Rochester, Cali Coco put out a record in 2021 called Underneath. It is a deeply confessional and dark record, and I highly recommend it. Every home should have one. I don't even have a turntable. I bought the vinyl. Cali Coco is the project of uh, Gianna Caliolo. And Gianna is not just a great uh, musician and songwriter, also an amazing photographer. Uh, Gianna has a photography site that's completely separate from her music stuff. Uh, Gianna shoots weddings and couple shoots and things and intimate shoots. And it's really, really good. Just all around artist, uh, filmmaker, and of course, great, I like I said, great musician, great songwriter. The song we heard was the title track from Underneath. Uh, you can get underneath at calicoco.bandcamp.com. There's also a previous record that was put out, the name of which is escaping me at the moment. My apologies, Gianna. Dad Stash Records put out the vinyl. Okay. It's really a good... Dad good Stash? Dad Stash. Yeah, it's really, really a good, good, solid record. That's underneath, we should have named our podcast. <laughs> We're two dads. But then we... This is all yeah, our stash. Two, yeah. <laughs> You're right. You're right. Uh, I know you. And those are our plus ones for the week, so we made it through another one. We did. We made it through another Let's Play 10. That's pretty, that's pretty. So we're going on episode five. We're on, we're on, on our way. Yes. We're on we're, we're by ferry. Yes. We're taking, <laughs> right. We're taking the moped. No, we're taking the community bicycle. Perfect. To episode five. This let's, is a very dumb, dumb and dumber situation. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. And thanks again for joining us on yeah. Let's Play 10. This and don't great. forget if you, even if you are a casual uh, appreciator of the Let's Play 10 podcast. We do have all of our episodes are available through all the places that you could get a podcast. So you can check all the episodes out. Don't forget to check out the show notes because the show notes include um, links to yep. each of the bands that you hear on the show. So you mm-hmm. can click on a link and it'll take you right to the place where you can purchase their music which we highly recommend if you like it buy it yeah absolutely and we are also officially verified um through fortified creations on spotify and we <laughs> have uh, that i lied <laughs> wow. on my ass good and uh <laughs> they uh we are now have a playlist up also so not only can you find our podcast 
of course, on Spotify, Apple, all the other good streams, um, or at our website. You can now also find uh, the uh, Let's Play 10 playlist, um, and it won't, um, it is up there on Spotify. It's actually got quite a great bit of traction to it. You can hear all the songs from this season. As we move into other seasons and such, we will just rotate out those songs, um, and we will create some other playlists, too, to kind of archive what we've been doing. So right. a lot of cool stuff coming. Uh, check that out. Support the artists there. Um, we do know that they do love the streams. Um, that is important to them on some level. But of course, if you can purchase it, please purchase it. And if you have a band or your friend has a band or your cousin or your boyfriend or your girlfriend or your significant other or somebody you know not has a band. Not your significant other. That's not, never that's, a good no, idea. No, that's not a good idea. <laughs> um, if you're aware of music that's good, let us know. You reach out to me, mpcav at 45creations.com. You can reach out to Ben. What did, Do you have an email? Are you on email yet? Have you looked into this? This is a, like an electronic mail thing. Yeah, you don't have to like you don't have to do. I, I lick stamps still. And, and uh, yeah, no. You want it's, me to send you a postcard? Uh, yeah, you can find it on the website at fortifiedcreations.com, but yeah. it has been at fortifiedcreations.com if you want to reach out. Yeah, everything anything. you need yeah. is there. You can actually subscribe to the podcast right from yes. that website, yes. and, and uh, our, all in one our, place. Our brother, our our sibling podcasts also, which uh -huh. is. Uh, Trevor St. Aubin has has one, mm -hmm. and Kyle Buck has one that's based on uh, that's about comedy. Yeah, Uncle Buck's house. Uncle Buck's and, house. And uh, St. Aubin would be because um, apparently comedy is also not dead. St. Aubin Central. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> a lot of good stuff though. A lot of entertainment yeah. there. If you're looking for new things, um, definitely check it out. And if you like it, share it. Give us a shout. Tell us what you like. Tell us what you don't like. You can't hurt our feelings. Yeah. We're we're parents, yeah. and it's it's just not. It's <laughs> we're, we're parents, and most of our friends are musicians. So believe me, there's nothing that you can say to us that we haven't heard before. We know, we know, we know, we know. Thanks again for checking us out, and I will see you in two weeks, my friend. Yes, sir. Cheers. Cheers. Creations and Let's Play 10 love the music you heard in this episode so much that we bought it and contacted the artists and their labels to tell them so. It'd be great if you did too.